Welcome to the Power Talk Podcast with our very own Pastor Paul Chicado. Hey, hey. Wait, I'll, wait, wait, real quick here. You won your fantasy football. <laughs> Before I even get to myself. Uh, well, yeah, you know how important that could be. <laughs> and now, Reverend Matthew DeLeon. <laughs> and you and you won too. Well, we won big. So I did. you know, the, the, this is this is what I call a real holiday treat. I'm winning you, our fantasy football. I'm telling you, my passion. Now you won in pretty good fashion, oh, man. I big time. And you did points. too, actually. Me and you won big. We did. We scored big, big on we this did. past weekend. We so did. you know, and for all those of you that had to lose. <laughs> Just know this: we love you, and we're praying. You are you. loved. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are loved. Oh man! And so are those W's. Yes, and so are those. We love them W's. I'm telling you, my pastor. Well, this topic, pastor. Yeah. Uh, this one here is scratching the palm of my hand. This is very good because I'm excited to go with, do this topic with you, pastor. Yeah. What is the rapture? Oh well, that's a good the one. Rapture, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. And we see references throughout the scripture, especially by. The Apostle Paul. Right. But Pastor, what do you have in regards to the rapture? Well, when you're talking the rapture, I mean, there, there's so much conjecture as to whether there'll be a rapture, whether there's a, 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 pre, a, a pre-trib, mid-trib, a mid-trib and post-trib. Some even a, a, a pre-millennial, some believe a post-millennial tribulation. Yes, sir. Uh, there's, there's different views. Um, and so today I'm only going to talk about a pre pre trib uh, rapture, okay? Because okay? okay. I don't believe that there is a mid trib or a post trib or anything like that. Everything I see points to a, tr- a rapture that will take place prior to all of the other events that are going to occur. I won't be able to give all the necessary information in just a, such a short thing, There's but we can talk. Yeah, because this is one. That, that really you could probably spend several several hours on wow. dissecting because there's a whole lot. There's a lot, Pastor. But I will do my very best at the speed that I can yes, uh, to give us some information at least uh, that will contribute to this thing. So. Exactly. This is why I'm excited. Yeah. But the reason why I brought this up, Pastor, because I've talked to several people outside of the church, mm-hmm. not affiliated with the church at all. Right. They're sensing uh, an, like um, a nearness to the end. Yes. Like something... Like traumatic's about to happen. Yeah. Something traumatic's about to take place. Now yeah. I, I explained to them best I could. Yeah. You know, again, because it's not like you won't find the word rapture right. in the scripture. Well, I mean, if you just look at the world around you, mm-hmm. you, you, you mean you don't hardly you can't even hardly watch a movie without it being uh you know a, a movie about earthquakes mm-hmm. or or catastrophes, catastrophes mm-hmm. and uh, when you watch the news. You're finding out there's a that's volcanic dis- volcanic destruction that's happening in a, a far off country that's or uh, tsunamis that are taking place. And so oh, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of mm-hmm. worldly cataclysmic type events mm-hmm. that are taking place even right now. Mm-hmm. So people really do believe and a lot of them have gotten caught up in the so-called, you know, uh, the earth is warming up. Oh, global warming. Global warming, and that that's part of the cataclysmic thing. And Mm -hmm. we're going to end up going back to the ice ages and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's going to be another cycle again. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we can go through all of that. But we're seeing, you're totally right, is that people are feeling like something is coming. We're coming to an end Mm -hmm. of something within the world in which we live. Yeah, and they can't explain it. And they can't explain it. But they sense it in their heart. Yeah. 
And, and there's look, there's always a God thing somewhere attached to every man's heart, even in the worst of his sin. I believe that, Pastor. And we just won't relinquish it to God. We want it. We just want to keep it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's because it's the Lord. It's the Lord pulling on the heartstrings of men and women all around the world to help them try to get their eyes focused on him once again yes, sir. because he is about to return i believe I love it. and we're about to uh, planet earth is about ready to be invaded by an army that, that like that which the world has never seen and it's mm. going to be an angelic army picking us up mm. love it. so they will be the ones that will reap the harvest according to scripture oh wow so they nice. will reap the harvest we'll be going up nice nice pastor in in talking with these individuals, one thing they they can put their finger on was the chaos, yeah, the immorality, yeah, in this country. Not other, just other countries. This country alone, and it is true. Again, the world looks at all of the the events that are going on, whether it be self destruction or just n- n- destruction by nature. Right, right. They 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 see these things coming and they have to assume that there has to be an end mm-hmm. somewhere in sight yes, sir. where we're all going to it's going to implode and destroy itself. And the truth is they're kind of right because yeah. even the scripture the only difference is between what they believe is the end and what scripture calls the end are two different things. Very good. That's good clarity. Okay, so the the, the basically when you listen to the world talk about that there's going to be a cataclysmic a culmination of all these events mm-hmm. that's going to bring in about an end to the world. Mm-hmm. They're saying that the world is basically going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Right. There's going to be destruction in the world, but the earth will not be destroyed. That's right. Okay, so that's the big difference. Okay. The Lord's saying there will be an end, mm-hmm. and it's going to be an end that He's going to bring as a result of the destruction. He's going to bring an end, not to all of mankind. Right. He's going to bring a destruction, a, de- a destruction to the end of evil. Mm-hmm. That's that's rebelled against him for all of the thousands of years, and that's the ultimate goal of God, is that He ultimately culminates back to where the earth is restored back to its original form in its original presence of peace and rest, where we all will glorify God one day. Amen, Pastor. Amen. So, so I like to highlight a scripture in reference to the rapture, if that's yes, okay. Yes, let's in, do it. In Second Timothy, I'm sorry, Second Thessalonians, chapter two, verses five and eight. Yes. This, this is the Apostle Paul talking here. Okay. Yes. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things, and now you know what is restraining the Antichrist that yes. he will may be revealed in his own time. Yes. For the mystery of the law, lawless one is already at work. Yeah. Only he who now restrains, will do so until he is taken out of the way. Yeah. And just a, uh, a small portion of verse 8, it says, and then the lawless one will be revealed. Right. And I believe that this word right here, and you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the word in verse 7, and he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Yes, I believe the word taken out, uh, it's also brought up, it's it's only a word that's used like three or four times in the New Testament, if I remember right, but it's hypo, 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 news, hypo, oh gosh, not hypochondriac. Uh, it's it's hypo, hyper or hypostenusis or something like that. Okay. Anyway, it's a Greek word, which yes, means sir. to be taken away or taken out. Okay. Because the biggest, the, the argument that most people have with the idea of rapture is that it's not mentioned in scripture Correct. in the Greek. Mm-hmm. They because the word in the Greek is rapturo, which is in the Greek. Yeah. Well, there is no rapturo in the Greek. Mm. 
but there is. It's called the hypero, which means being taken Taking, out right. or taken away. Mm -hmm. and, and if you look even in Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, I'm sorry, in Second Thessalonians, in verse 1 of chapter 2, it says the gathering together. This word, oh, yes, yes, this yes. word here, is actually the word. Um, oh, it is the word. I have it. One second. Sure. Um, oh well, I had it. Oh yeah, it's the word es, es, okay? okay, which is a which is a, a word a noun, and it's in the feminine meaning to be gathered together or assembly. God's going to assemble us all together. He's going to gather us out. So there's basically two different words that are used in the New Testament for this idea of the gathering. And so people will say, well, because the word rapture in Greek, because it does exist in the Greek, but it's not used in the Greek in the New Testament, but it is. It's just, so we call it rapture, but it's actually, it's true. We probably shouldn't call it rapture. It's gathered together. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so yes. that's what God's doing. So his his fine, his ultimate goal isn't to rapture us. Right. His ultimate goal is to, to gather, gather us in. together. Mm -hmm. And so to gather us, it's going to take a rapture. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is where the conjecture is. And this is why a lot of Bible scholars struggle with that idea. Well, no, we're still taken out of planet earth right. to be gathered. Right. So it's a type of rap. It is a rapture. Mm -hmm. It's just the term rapture isn't used. It's right. these other terms where God gathers us together. Exactly. And again, referring to the Holy Spirit here, we're assuming it's the Holy Spirit in verses five through eight here in, sec in that second chapter, pastor, until that is taken away, then the antichrist and tribulation takes place yes in 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 second thessalonians here that's exactly what's going to happen he's saying and our gathering together with him we ask you not to soon be shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or letter as if it was from us okay so the reason why he's bringing this up yes, is because at that time there were a lot of people that said because jesus already had come that's right that's okay, right. yeah, yeah. so Paul's trying to explain to them yeah, that there's a difference between Jesus coming for our salvation mm -hmm. and Jesus coming to to gather us together. And that's what he's highlighting. Right and that's here. what he's highlighting here. And so a lot of people had heard about Jesus coming. They didn't actually see him. So they, they had received the message in the gospel of salvation yeah. because Jesus had come for their salvation. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't see it. Nobody had TVs. Right. People in Egypt had heard about Jesus, right. but they didn't actually see him die on the cross. Mm. But Paul's saying that just because, don't listen to those that are saying that that was his coming. Mm -hmm. No, that was, that was oh. the first time he came. I gotcha. But he came for our salvation. He's saying, so don't, unless you heard it from us, he goes, don't act like, we've never said this, that that was the only coming. Good. No, he says there's Good. another time coming. And he says, when that happens, when that happens, the Antichrist will be revealed. Got he says, now, if you see the Antichrist be revealed, then you miss that next one. Got you. So this church was concerned. They, we, we missed, we missed it. it. We missed it. And he's saying, no, you didn't miss it. That that coming there was for the Lord's salvation and you need to receive. Right. The next time he comes is when he takes us and gathers us together. Wow. He didn't gather us together in the first one. Wow. He brought, he he created the church out of the first one. Right. The next, and we're to gather together on our own. Right. The next one, he gathers us together. He's taking the church. He's taking the church. And now he said, that's when the Antichrist will be revealed. So okay. this is where a lot of people, even scholars have a hard time with this, but he's trying to help us understand. Paul is trying to make it very clear. Mm -hmm. 
that there's one moment when Jesus was here, but there's going to be another moment. And this is where he starts talking about it in 1 Corinthians. Oh, yes. Let's go there. He talks about it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And he says in verse 50, he says, Now, now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption in, inherit corruption. Right. So he's saying flesh and blood because this flesh and blood is inherently corrupt. Yes. He says it's corrupt. No matter what you do, it's corrupt. Right, right. He says so it can't inherit. So it can't inherit the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But behold, I tell you a ministry: we shall not all sleep. He's saying not all of us are going to fall asleep. Mm. Not all of us are going to fall asleep. Wow. So this right here is a clue into where he's going. Wow. And he and so now you you got people listening like, what do you mean we're not all going to sleep? Mm-hmm. He says right here, but we shall be changed. He's saying we're going to be changed without falling asleep. <laughs> Come on. So watch this. this in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. So that last trumpet is a trumpet. You know, again, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably hack it up. People that are much better at this. <laughs> but there was actually a trumpet that at the end of the harvest that, that would be uh, declared. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and it was it was it was the last trumpet. It was known as the last trumpet. Mm-hmm. Again, don't don't quote me on it because again, there's people that are much better at scholar. But I, I remember listening to the lesson, okay. and but at the end of the harvest season, they would blow the trumpet as to signify that this was the last of the harvest. Wow. Well, it's funny we're going to be at oh, this wow. last harvest, wow. and there's going to be a trumpet. It's not a coincidence that into the Old Testament there was a last trumpet, and here we are at this last trumpet. Wow. And so watch. Beautiful. And he says, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and incorruptible. Who's the dead? That means those, those whose spirits are already in heaven. Yes. Those people that have died, your grandparents that that died serving the Lord, their bodies are in the ground. Yes. That's what we call the dead. They didn't. Now understand in scripture, there's a difference between the dead Mm -hmm. and death. Death is actually those who went to hell. Right. That's whenever the Bible talks about death, it's talking about those who went to hell. Right. When it's talking about dead, it just meant that you fell asleep. In other words, your body is in the grave, but your spirit's with the Lord. Good. Okay? Yeah. So he's saying right here, for the for okay, so he said, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. So he's saying that those spirit, those individuals that are in the kingdom of God, the heaven, heaven yes. with the Lord, yes. their bodies are going to come together, and they're going to be incorruptible at that moment. Okay. Wow. Wow. And so their spirits, just yes. clarity for my sake. Go ahead. Their spirit is there, but they're waiting now for their body to be. They're one. waiting for their body to be one. Wow. Because bo- the God's going to make that body incorruptible. That's why he's saying right now your body is can't be incorruptible, because the, you you have the only way you can be separated from the body of corruption is in your spirit, which yes. the Holy Spirit possesses. But when your body gets raised up, it's going to be incorruptible because the Holy Spirit's going with you. So that's the same body that Christ has, right? Yes, he has an incorruptible body. He is in a glorified body. He literally still has his physical body, yeah, 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 as yeah, well. Yeah. Is his spirit, man. He's spirit, soul, and body. We're right now in heaven. Those people that are in heaven are just, just spirit. spirit and soul. Mm. No body. But no body. 
So they're going to be like Jesus at one point, and they're going to be, we're all going to be wow. like Jesus according to scripture. Wow. We're going to be in spirit, soul, and body in heaven for a, for a time. How important is the rapture? It's very important. It's it's very important. I mean, set aside the conjecture of topic of scripture. Yeah. This is what God, this is the plan of God. It is the plan of God. And this is why it says, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and then we shall be changed. Right. Okay, so we shall be changed. Who? Those that are still in their body that haven't fallen asleep. And he says, for this corruptible must be put must put on incorruption, yeah. and this mortal must put on immortal immor, immortality. Wow. In other words, we'll never die. There it is, immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality or incorruption, then shall be brought to pass the saying as it was written: Death is swallowed up in victory. In other words. Wow. We didn't actually experience death. We only died. Come on. And death will be swallowed up. In other words, death will actually have no power over us ever again once we put on our incorruptible bodies. Wow. Our immortal bodies. Wow. Because we'll be in a glorified body. So how's that going to happen? Yeah. That means God's glory and the Holy Spirit are going to overshadow us. We're going to be in a glorified body. That means that this body of flesh... Will become incorruptible. Powerful. It'll never die ever again because it'll be like originally the way God had it in the Garden of Eden. Wow. God didn't intend for man to originally experience death. That's right. That's right. So he was in an, an incorruptible body, but because of sin, it became corrupted because it was in planet Earth. That's why no corruptible body, like he said, can enter into heaven. That's right. So we have to become incorruptible before we can get there wow. with our bodies. Wow. And so we're going to be raised up. So we need, again, the emphasis is we need the rapture. Yes. That's why even Paul later on says the dead in Christ will rise first. Then those of us who remain will rise. Wow. So that's us. That's the rapture. Pastor, didn't Jesus talk about it too? One walking up a hill, one's taken and one remains. Yes. A husband and wife were sleeping in bed, one's taken and one remains. Yep. He touched on the rapture too. Yep. He did. He touched on the rapture. Um, he, he was touching because what he's saying is that at some point, whoever is serving the Lord, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, one will be take one could be taken and one could be staying. And he's talking about the rapture and he's talking about any hour of the day. He says, he says, be ready, yep, be, be ready. ready. And so this is, so I believe that there will be a rapture there will be a rapture of God's people. And that's why we're to be ready all the time. You know, I don't look, uh, you know, and at some point we're going to look up and it's going to happen, but it's going to come with a trumpet. Now, here's what's interesting. Not everybody's going to hear that trumpet in the same way. We're going to hear the trumpet loud and clear if you're serving him as Lord. Some won't hear it clearly. It'll be blurred. Remember when Moses went up on the mountain? Yes. Okay. So remember when Moses went up on the mountain, if you read this in back in, uh, was it? Exodus? It was in Exodus when he went up on the mountain. Mm -hmm. He went up and God started to speak. Well, it says that Moses and Joshua and a handful of other people and some of the ministers actually heard his voice clearly. Some that were standing around the mountain heard it as thunder. Yes. And others heard it as, as something rumbling. rumbling. Mm -hmm. But it was God talking. But how come they all didn't hear the same thing? Interesting. Because the closeness that you have with God is going to be the determination of what level you hear wow. here when he comes. Wow. This trumpet, some it's going to be muffled. 
It's going to be probably. It's going to be a weird sound. Yeah. Others are going to hear. Da, 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 da. It's going to be probably like a real trumpet yeah. going, and you're going to hear it clearly because oh, yeah. it's going to be to be determined on is is he Lord and Savior or is he just Savior? Yeah. You know, and you're going to there's going to be a lot of Christians. They're going to make it, wow. but they're not going to hear it clearly. Wow. They will make it. And so it'll be muffled. In, in regards to if you know some will make it by the skin of their teeth, so to speak. Yeah. I remember you ministered a message years ago talking about revelations and those who are under the altar. Yeah. You know those those who just made it. Yes. But not really enjoying it as yeah. they should have. Yeah, because it talks about those that are under the altar. In other words, the altar is 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 where redemption happened. Mm. Under the altar, it was on the altar, even in the old. You know, that's where the sacrifice and redemption took place. Yeah, yeah. They were redeemed, you know, because of that all that sacrifice that they made. Mm-hmm. But those are the ones that barely made it because they're still under the altar. Wow, they're still connected to the altar, and they're looking up at the saints that are actually experiencing the goodness of God yeah. because they wanted more. Those that wanted more were above the altar, yeah. and they experienced the true redemption, wow. the full redemption. And so the point is that. There's people that de- get to inherit different things at different levels, even in the even in the kingdom of God. That's right. How you hear the trumpet's going to make it. Everybody's going to hear something a little different, yeah. and if you make it, you're going to still make it. But they're all going to hear. Everybody's going to hear something. Wow. And that, some are going to hear the trumpet very clearly. That's powerful. And the moment that it happens, we're going to instantly know. Mm. For those of us that hear it clear, we're going to know instantly what trumpet that is. And for those who don't hear it at all. They're left behind. They're left behind. And there's a good possibility they may even hear it still. But it won't be it'll be muffled. And they'll and they'll not know what it is. They'll they'll assume that it was some sort of evolution that took place or some sort of aliens or something like that. And they'll not understand what's going on. And speaking of after the rapture, I mean, this could be another podcast, but even after the rapture, that's where um the alien UFOs, this is why it's been highlighted this past year. Yes. To almost to almost hide the fact that there was a rapture, yeah. that aliens did take Paul Chicago, Matthew yes. Chicago. That's becoming to hide. That's becoming really big right now. Again, we don't aliens talk about that. UFOs. But... No, no, it's a good point though, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, that's how people are going to be able to excuse away the 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 rapture. That's it. And it's they're going to be their way to be able to okay. say. Well, these Christians that went, no, they actually just evolved. They went to a higher state of consciousness and this and that. Some of it's it's evolution, some of it's UFOs, some of it's this and that. But one way or another, some are going to be searching high and low where they went. Mm-hmm. But for those that did get left behind that remembered the word, they're going to know. Those are probably the ones that will become martyrs, by the way, like we talked about in the last podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're the yeah, ones yeah. that will probably be have to be martyrs oh. because they'll know what happened. Wow. I didn't even think about this message. I mean, this podcast coincides with our recent podcast. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because a lot of those that become martyrs during the tribulation period will be because they went to church, they grew up, they heard about these things, and they're going to be the ones that are saying, I know exactly what happened to my brothers and sisters. I know what happened to the church. I know wow. where these people are. They, it's going to be scary because they're going to have to die now instead of, getting to experience the rapture, they're going to have to die through death. My goodness. They're going to have to die. My goodness. Isn't that scary? So, that, that is scary. And so they'll become true martyrs even during the during the tribulation period. And this is why salvation is important now. Yes. The, the condition of a heart of man is important now. Yes. So I believe in a rapture. I believe that it happens prior to the tribulation period. Mm-hmm. I believe that all these things occur simply because one if you look in scripture 
One of the things, you know, that's always a question, well, why would God do that? I, I've heard lots of different things that we don't have time to go over, but yeah, yeah. a lot of people do say, well, you know, the why would why would there be a rapture before? Yeah. Well, first of all, First Thessalonians chapter one verse ten says, ten says, "Deliver us from the wrath to come." Mm, yeah. If you look, yeah. the only time that God pours out His wrath is during tribulation period. But yet, That's right. all there's That's several right. passages of Scripture that talk about that we'll be delivered from the wrath to come. Yes. Well, what's the wrath to come? It's the tribulation period where the God pours out His wrath. So there's other scriptures that help us understand that not doesn't necessarily say rapture, but it helps us understand that we're going to be somehow not, we're not going to be a part of the wrath. Well, how are we not going to be a wrath? We're going to be delivered from it. Not during, but before. So I believe that that wrath that's going to come upon planet earth will be gone before that actually happens. Um, Romans chapter 1 verse 18 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. According to Paul, those that receive the incorruptible bodies are those that were righteous. Here it says only only those that are unrighteous receive the wrath of God. Wow. So then how's that going to work? Well, if we have a rapture, that's how this is going to work. And to me, Pastor, what's highlighted is this is the same author you're quoting from, the Apostle Paul. Yep. Yep. Different books, but the same teaching that's exactly right that's why even in john 3 36 when we're talking about jesus we see john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son yeah. that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life yeah. well if you go down to verse 36 it extends on that okay. it says he who believes in the son has everlasting life yeah. and he who does not believe in the son shall not see life but the wrath of God abides on him. Ooh, on. On him. So not only does it abide on him in the present, but then the wrath of God that's going to be poured out during the tribulation period, he will also experience. Wow. And it never says that the that godly people are going to experience that wrath. Nowhere in scripture. And so this is why I believe that there's a rapture based off of the other scriptures in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Uh, you know, Second uh, Timothy, chapter two and three. There, we we see these things that are alluded to the rapture. We see that there'll be one in the field, one taken out, one yeah. left, one sleeping in a bed, one will be left, one will be taken. So there's different passages that talk about that will be taken out, and there's different passages that talk about we won't be a part of the wrath of God. Yeah. So you have to put it all together and say, okay, there's a good chance Very that good. there's something that takes place before tribulation period takes yeah. and occurs. Yeah. And it's going to be us that is taken out. And I'll take that this version of it. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, wrath is meant for the unbeliever. It's for the unbeliever, not for the believer. That's right. That's right. So you know, stuff, uh, I I think so, and I think that we see a lot of scriptures that allude to that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, again. Uh, also, even in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, it says, In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. According to Scripture, and there's, by the way, there's like three passages of Scripture in the New Testament that talks yeah. about that you and I are sealed with the promise. Yeah. What's the promise? The promise is partly part of your protection. Mm. So part of that comes with the promise is protection. 
that means that God cannot pour out his wrath upon people that he's protecting. Because he promised he wouldn't. Because he promised. That means that he'd be contradicting himself. He'd be a liar. He's not going to hurt those that he made gave the promise of his seal. Wow. Of his protection. So there's a lot of scriptures that reveal why God would never put us through the rapture or the tribulation even. We gave six scriptures. Yep. Verifying that, by the way. Yes. That's a lot. There's a lot. And there's so, more. And there's more we haven't even touched and, on. And I have a lot more that I can't even touch on because yes. of time, because yes, we have sir. to close it up. But yes. just trust me when I say God is not putting us in a position to defeat us. He's doing everything he can to give us victory. Yeah. And he's not going to put you through wrath, through his wrath to experience that in order for you to surrender a life that you can't give anyway. And Pastor, at this point, how important is your salvation at this point? Salvation is extremely important because here's the, here, here's the truth before we close it. We are on the threshold of his return. And when he returns... We will be caught up with him in the clouds, according to Scripture. That's the difference between when he came for salvation and the difference when he comes the next time. The first time he came and he put his foot on the ground. The second time we meet him in the air. We leave our foot. Well, our foot leaves the ground. His foot hit the ground. That's the difference between this, the first one that Paul was talking about in 2 Thessalonians 2 and the next one that's going to take place before the tribulation period. Wow, Pastor. Amen. Amen, Pastor. Well, there you have it, listener. Honestly, if there's even ever a reason to check your heart, it's now. It's now. It's now. We love you guys. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.